0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I want you to see how this deep state, which is very real, media, liberal organism works in real time. We're seeing it right now as this Hunter Biden story evolves. I've got a lot more to talk about today, too. I don't want to get totally lost down that rabbit hole, but there's something they did that's very specific. And who's funding them? Where is this money coming from? that funds this whole deep state symbiote. Very important show today. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Privacy, it's a right, not a privilege, especially online privacy. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that. Um, I've got another media narrative we've got to just bust apart because I'm getting a little bit tired of it. And just uh, Neil Gorsuch just breaking down the Solicitor General of Colorado on a religious freedom case about re-education camps, which... Leaves the guy kind of stunned and at a loss for words. Folks, it's the holiday season. They're here. Achieve grilling greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, delicious, delectable, tender Omaha Steaks. I was an Omaha Steaks customer way before they ran ads on our show because the steak is great. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use code BONGINO at checkout to get an additional $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignons, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, ghee's favorite, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks ready to ship your order right away, so shop early, beat the shipping rush. Every steak and entree is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and ready to share with your family. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift that'll be remembered with every unforgettable delicious bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Get 50% off site-wide. Plus use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. All right, Joseph, let's go. Big Clean up on aisle five. Clean up on aisle yes, five. sir. They're trying it right now, the cleanup operation. Yeah. I worked in aisle four in Key Food, but we'll stick with aisle five. I don't remember who worked in aisle five. I think Mr. Victor first. Vote. <laughs> Today, you got to vote if you're in Georgia. Big race, Herschel Walker, Raphael Warnock. Critically important. We will lose control of the Senate if you do not get out there and vote. Please vote. Please bring, please bring 10 people with you. Send them 10 emails. Call them. Get them to the polls. It is super important. Second, the store is live on the website. If you've been asking uh, for a long time about shirts uh, and 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 chum and gear and stuff, so bongino.com. If you like these shirts, folds of honor, Dan Bongino show logo. You see that key? freedom. Freedom isn't free on the back. We got these. We got more stuff coming. We got we got hoodies. We got the freedom isn't free logo on the back on these hoodies. So if you want them, what took so long, me and, and thank you to Paula for putting this together and our web team. We don't want to make any money off this. We wanted it to go to charity. That's why we're doing it with Folds of Honor. All of our proceeds will go to Folds of Honor to support the children of people who either died or came back horrifically injured in combat. First responders as well. Uh, make sure their kids can get a college education. It's a wonderful charity. So Bongino.com. Please help us out. Uh, again, all of our proceeds go to charity. Pick up a shirt today. Pick one up for your dad, your mom, your friends. Uh, we really appreciate it. Help support Falls of Honor. You know, the shirts are unbelievably soft, too. They are, they're the highest quality. You're going to love them. So Bongino.com, B-O-N-G-I-N-O.com, check them out. Uh, we appreciate it. That's what took so long. So thank you for all uh, your support on that. First, I want to show you today how this deep state media big tech pipeline works. They all feed off each other. So they rub each other's backs, give each other trap, trap massages. Hey, hey, look at you. You're so wonderful. They all push a story, not the story. There's a difference, right? There's the story and an us story. I want you to watch the way they do this. So check out this clip from CNN. This is a textbook perfect example over the the Hunter Biden, Elon Musk, uh, Matt Taibbi story where Elon Musk released the internal Twitter document showing that the Biden team and others colluded to wipe out the Hunter Biden story prior to the election. Forget the Hunter Biden story for a minute. This is more about the deep state. Watch this. This clip, this lady on CNN, she basically tries to make this story go away saying it's a nothing burger. Eh, it's May. Eh, meh. M for May. And who told us that? The Pointer Institute. Well, who funds them? Here, take a listen to yourself.
1: What it sort of shows is a real struggle at an important platform for how to deal with something so outrageous, so explosive, and, and what to actually do with it. Uh, um, what Pointer said, which is a, a media watchdog group, they said, um, file this one under, file the Twitter files under M for meh. And the Washington Post said there are no, no smoking gun here. Don't
0: worry, folks. They said there's no smoking gun and file it under M for meh. Mm. I don't even know what that means, but whatever. Mm. Um, And the Pointer Institute told him to say that. Now, you would think uh, prior to an election, the idea that a major presidential party candidate would be involved in an international corruption scheme and one of the largest big tech companies in the world would censor that story interfering in the election and therefore likely changing the result of the election, you would think the media would care about that. Ha! You'd be wrong. Media doesn't give a damn about that. Media cares about pumping a story, not the story. So Tom Elliott makes a great point here. She cites the Pointer Institute. It's P-O-Y-N-T-E-R. She says, oh, they told us that this story is a big nothing Oh, did they? Hat tip Tom Elliott. The Pointer Institute, for those who don't know, is in part funded by the National Endowment for Democracy, which is basically a front for the U.S. intel community. And Tom Elliott, of course, brings the receipts here. Here's Pointer's top funding sources. You'll see one of them. Oh, there's the Omidar Network, Pierre Omidar, eBay founder, who I told you is just as bad as Soros. And look, the National Endowment for Democracy, uniting fact-checkers worldwide, they say, Joe. Worldwide. Uh. It's like the Wonder Twins. Yeah, that's amazing. So what, what about the National Endowment for Democracy? Tom Elliott has this in his tweet. This is really interesting. Philip Agee, the late CIA whistleblower, described the work of the National Endowment for Democracy as a more sophisticated version of the old-fashioned covert operations that Langley used to engineer. Oh, really? Oh, that's good to know deep state media symbiote right there rubbing each other's shoulders. He says, this is this uh, CIA whistleblower. He says, nowadays, instead of having the CIA go around behind the scenes and trying to manipulate the process by inserting money here and giving instructions secretly and so forth, they now have a sidekick, which is the National Endowment for Democracy. You see how all this works? So the deep state FBI approaches Facebook and approaches Twitter They already know because they're spying on Giuliani using deep state tactics that Giuliani's about to release the Hunter Biden story. They then use deep state pressure to pressure these private companies who are more than apt to go along because they're all liberals there to censor the Hunter Biden story. And then when the scandal is exposed by Elon Musk, who buys Twitter and exposes the story, Pointer Institute funded by some of these people, by some of these deep state actors who want to tell you a story, not the story. Then go out, put out that this is a big nothing burger, this story. Don't you worry about it. The nothing burger exposing the same deep state actors who told us it was a nothing burger. Nothing to see here, folks. Don't worry at all. The deep state is totally fake. It's a conspiracy theory, definitely. Of course, there are other prominent, ridiculous narratives being promoted out there. Not just the first one, that, oh, the Pointer Institute said this should go away. The Pointer Institute, which is obviously a left wing propaganda, agitprop, deep state operation, obviously, it's a nothing burger. The second one I saw yesterday, the response to this Hunter Biden story has been hilarious. We expose major international corruption using the vice president, the presidential candidate, now President Joe Biden and his son. And the left doesn't care one bit. It is remarkable to watch. The second narrative out there I've seen kind of making its way around a story, not this story, is, oh, my gosh, this is all about Hunter Biden being naked in pictures. Now, as I said yesterday, nobody wants to see Hunter Biden naked in pictures. Trust me, nobody cares. And definitely, well, you may care, but for all the wrong reasons, nobody cares about Hunter Biden's nude pictures. What I do care about is the email indicating that Hunter Biden was saving 10 percent for the big guy, which was uh, allegedly his dad, who was getting kickbacks from these foreign governments that uh, in an influence operation. Glenn Greenwald had a great tweet up about this one. Again, this deep state government symbiote. He said, those trying to reduce the New York Post stories to pictures of Hunter Biden's genitals or his drug use are brazen liars. Of course, Greenwald's an actual journalist you can trust. He said, the censored New York Post stories were about Joe Biden's sketchy business activities in Ukraine and China. Here were the headlines of the two articles Twitter censored. You see, here's where this thing, Joe, gets in the way of the media narrative, trying to tell a story, not their story. This thing is called facts. See, facts get in the way. You see, here are the, I know, it's hard. It's hard for the left to figure out. Here are the stories censored. Now, headline number one from the New York Post that Twitter censored a month before the election. Here are pictures of Hunter Biden's junk. Just kidding. That's not what it says. It says emails reveal. How Hunter Biden tried to cash in big on behalf of a family with a Chinese firm. Wow, strange. Doesn't mention anything about Hunter Biden's genitals or drug use. Really strange. Here's a second article that was censored. Hunter Biden's... No, no, it doesn't say that either. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. You got the wrong article up. It says, smoking gun email reveals how Hunter Biden introduced Ukrainian businessmen to his vice president dad. Gosh. Wow. Yeah, that doesn't... So you mean the pictures on the laptop of Hunter Biden being naked, doing drugs in a deprivation tank crack and doing his thing with hookers or whatever you think that that was just a secondary part of the story because that's not in the headline anywhere. But keep it up. Now, I was talking to producer Jim uh, beforehand on the, we do a little rundown and we both saw this yesterday. This is what went down on the five yesterday. I got to tell you, I, I always thought that I, I I don't know how to say this. I'm not trying to be cute about it either. I really thought Jessica Tarloff, the resident liberal on the panel, uh, I, I didn't think anyone would humiliate themselves and actually try to defend this. I really didn't. Uh, you, you know, you, you can say you feel bad for Hunter Biden or whatever, but the story uh, is an obvious scandal to, to anyone who's rational and sane at this point. I saw it too, dude. You, you did? You, were you yeah. not sitting there like, this is just humiliating. Yes, I was. Really? I'm sorry. Like, I get it. We, you know, we worked there. This is just humiliating. Like, uh, uh, candidly, I'm just embarrassed for her. This is Jessica Tarla parroting ridiculous narratives. Like, no, it wasn't election interference because Facebook had it up and people shared it. So, the, the, one of the biggest media platforms in the world, Twitter, bans the story. And don't worry, it's not scandalous. It wouldn't have changed the election. And then she brings up later, and uh, in, in this it goes on forever about the nudes thing again, which we just kind of debunked the Hunter Biden new pictures. But just this is just really humiliating. And I really I, I feel bad. I wish I was on the five because I would have just destroyed this this absolute silliness effort at propaganda. Watch this.
1: Everyone's talking about this as if it would have changed the election. Right. How, how close to the election are we talking about? So October 14th, that's when the story comes out. October 16th, it's back online. So 48 hours there. Within the first eight days of the story being out in the wild, there was an article about it on Facebook that had 54 million views. That's a lot of views. It was dominating the discourse. Axios put out a survey saying that the Hunter Biden saga was what was dominating the political scene there. And now we're still in the early voting window even. We're not even close to election day. The Jim Comey letter came out 11 days before the election. Think about this, how much more time there is for this. I cannot stand watching conservatives like Kevin McCarthy was doing it this weekend. soon to be le- Speaker of the House talking about how this is about the First Amendment. Joe Biden was not an elected office. He was a candidate. And what his team, according to the Matt Taibbi files, and I think it's in tweet 10 where we're talking about this, what they wanted taken down, the links that he provided were pictures of his son's penis. Now, you tell me as a parent, Their parents at the table. People have run for office. If God, it wasn't about the ten percent for the big guy. No, well, it wasn't. Then show me the link about that. But the link that I saw was about Hunter Biden's junk.
0: Uh, It's just humiliating. It really is. It 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 proves a point that liberals will do or say absolutely anything to defend censorship and the destruction of the First Amendment, free speech. Anything. That's the most popular show in cable news. It gets about three plus million people. And you just, that's what you want your 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 you know your kids and stuff to see later on. You defending government intervention. I'll get to that later. What she said, there's just a lie about there's not a first amendment. That's just, that's just a straight up lie. She's not stupid. She's just lying to you. I mean, she's lying. I don't know any other way to say it. But you're making a story about the former vice president and the Democrat nominee and now president involved in an international influence peddling scandal for the ages. You're making it about a crack addicted guys junk. When you absolutely know that the stories that were censored have nothing to do with it. She's not dumb. She's just humiliating herself in an effort to add to the totalitarian agenda. It's just embarrassing. And as for her claims that, Oh, don't worry. The censorship was okay because it wouldn't have changed the election. Well, let me just say again in advance, it is impossible to prove a counterfactual. In other words, no one can ever tell you um, in economics or elsewhere what would have happened if we would have done something different. Why, Joe? Because we didn't do it different. Right. So we don't know how the election would have turned out if they would have not big media, the deep state and the Tarloff types censored the Hunter Biden story because they did censor it. However, we do have an accumulation of data that can lead us to speculate how it would have turned out. And Jessica Tarloff, again, apparently hasn't read the data or has and may be lying again. The Federalist. many times we got to put this article up after the election, November in 2020. This, that's when this article came out, Jordan Boyd. They took a poll and one in six Joe Biden voters would have changed their vote if they'd known about the scandal suppressed by the media. Again, she knows this. She's not dumb. I'd actually be more comfortable if she was. She's not. This is just a coordinated effort by the, I shouldn't say coordinated, like it's open. They just know the talking points. You all get what I'm saying? They get, the talking points go out and they all read them on Twitter and elsewhere. And the talking point here was, oh, it's about Hunter Biden's nudes. Um, It was only censored for a couple days. Oh, just a couple days. No worries at all. And we're really not sure it would have changed the election. Oh, and it's not a First Amendment issue. I heard that on Fox again this morning. It's not a First Amendment issue because the FBI had had nothing to do with it. Really? Really? I'm going to get to that a little bit later. The FBI had nothing to do with the censorship? That's fascinating. You should tell that to Twitter. Yoel Roth, one of the Twitter executives, who gave a sworn statement to the FEC saying the exact opposite. You should tell that to Elvis Chan, the FBI supervisor, who admitted to weekly meetings with Twitter. And when asked if he ever mentioned Hunter Biden as part of this uh, effort to stop uh, disinformation before the election, Elvis Chan said, I can't recall. Why can't he recall? Everybody in the media is telling us, no, no, the FBI definitely did not mention Hunter Biden before the election. Interesting. Maybe you should tell the FBI that because they can't seem to recall. Here's another media angle that popped yesterday. Obviously hilarious and ridiculous, but it's Philip Bump, P-Bump. So you could just assume in advance that it's dumb what he's about to say, but it's still worth entertaining. Philip Bump says, a major reason why other outlets didn't cover the New York Post original laptop story, they weren't given access to the laptop data. Oh, you mean the laptop data the laptop repairman store John Paul Ma- John Paul Mac Isaac, the owner of the store had and was offering to anybody who wanted it? So you just could have went and asked, but you didn't. Because why? Because you didn't want to cover it because it reflected poorly on your guy. And remember when Glenn Kessler did a hilarious fact check on the story trying to make it go away, the Hunter Biden laptop story? Folks, listen, again, the story here isn't that the media has no credibility. We know that. I'll get you this new poll later. The story I'm more concerned here is about the deep state efforts to make this go away. Intelligence officials funding fact checkers through third-party organizations, the FBI, Elvis Chan, and others meeting with big tech companies to get them to censor. The media's been corrupt for 100 years. Okay, we get that. They have the freedom to be stupid. They have freedom of the press. And I support their freedom to be stupid. I don't want the government intervening in the media. That's not the story. Dan Bongino, you think I'm going to waste an hour of your time in Dan Bongino's show? The media is dumb, folks. Who cares? We, yeah, we know that. The story here is the pointer story and how their talking points filter their way through media talking heads into the media and that they're trying to hide not only government involvement, but massive government involvement in this First Amendment scandal. I got more coming up on this, including a warning by Chuck Schumer a little while ago that everybody should have paid attention to. Let me get to this first. It's the Christmas and holiday season. Everyone, time for gift giving, parties with friends and family, and getting compliments everywhere you go and looking years younger, thanks to Genucel. Paul is a big fan of Genucel. It works for her. From now until Christmas, Genucel's most popular package is 70% off at slash Dan. That's G E N U C E L. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. See those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with GenuCell's most popular collection. Makes a perfect gift for the holiday season. My mother in law is a big fan too. With its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. And included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will reduce your youthful appearance, or restore your youthful appearance, excuse me. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan and enter my special code Dan for an additional 10% off your entire order. Get that useful appearance back. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. GenuCell.com slash Dan. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Dan. All right. Thanks, GenuCell. We appreciate it. Folks, again,
1: the story
0: is the massive deep state involvement in the censoring of the story to interfere in an election. We cannot have elections moving forward where we have intelligence agencies out there funding fact checkers and others, where we have uh, law enforcement people with guns and badges going into these big tech companies and winking and nodding at them, telling them, hey, you're going to censor this story because it may be Russian disinformation. Whether it's an order or not is irrelevant. The fact that it's happening is the constitutional crime. The most dangerous threat to the United States of America, the Constitutional Republic right now, beam in, man. The most dangerous threat is this deep state media symbiote. They're going to destroy this country, folks. They're going to tear it down to the ground. Nobody trusts either these deep staters, the FBI, the intel community, or the media anymore. And a constitutional republic is founded on trust. That constitution is simply a suggestion without fidelity to it. That's a fact. I want you to listen to this. Remember Chuck Schumer, Democrat Senate Majority Leader? It was Chuck Schumer on Rachel Maddow after Donald Trump uh, got, got into a tangle with the intelligence community. He said this, and let me tell you something. For as much as I dislike Chuck Schumer, he wasn't kidding. This guy was a congressman and a senator in New York. He knows the intel community can do a lot of things, just like I've been describing, to destroy you, and you'll never see it coming. Check this out. You take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this.
1: What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were I don't know, to? but
0: I, from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them and talked about. Oh, mm, well they are. They're very upset how they've been spoken to? Really? What is this? Some kind of totalitarian regime you have to genuflect and get on a knee before you address them? Because last time I checked, the President of the United States is the head of the executive branch. You don't like his attitude? File an HR complaint. He is, however, the boss. They can get back at you. They were mad at him. You remember that warning? Seems kind of prescient right now, doesn't it? Intel community and the FBI and others, they weren't happy with Trump. They never were happy with Trump. We can't have a secret police here, folks. A constitutional republic can't function if the people are terrified of the people with the guns and the badges with a commission book saying the United States government gives them power. We can't have that. Hat tip, this guy, uh, Orf on Twitter, by the way, put this together. Remember Adam Schiff, too, when the Hunter Biden story came out? Pumping the uh, yeah, Russia yeah. did it, Kremlin narrative. Oh, yeah, you got to cut this this morning. This is just a beauty. Here's a uh, a, a super cut here. of Adam Schiff, how many times he mentions the Kremlin in one interview when the Hunter Biden laptop story broke and Twitter tried to suppress it at the behest of the FBI and others. Check this out.
1: Does it surprise you at all that this information Rudy Giuliani is peddling uh, very well could be connected to some sort of Russian government disinformation campaign? We know that this whole uh, smear on Joe Biden uh, comes from the Kremlin. Clearly, the origins of this whole Kremlin smear the Kremlin are from the Kremlin. The Kremlin and pushing out this Kremlin Kremlin narrative. Kremlin and the Kremlin. The Kremlin. The Kremlin from the Kremlin. The Kremlin. The Kremlin. Kremlin propaganda. Vladimir Putin. Putin. Putin, The Russians are Russian threat. False smear and smear. Smear the Russians. The Russians are the Russians.
0: I, I, I lost count. It doesn't really matter. 5, 10, 15 times the Russians, the Kremlin, Russia, the Kremlin, Kremlin, Russia, Kremlin, Russia. Of course, none of that was true. Um, Yet Adam Schiff will still uh, take appearances and accept appearances on MSNBC and CNN as an authoritative expert on what's going on in the intelligence community, showing you the left has no bottom to their depravity. The deep state media far left big tech symbiote is the single most destructive force in the United States right now with regard to the Constitutional Republic order Sane and sound elections. That's just a fact. Here's the White House yesterday. Karine Jean-Pierre. Anyone changing their vote? No. No No way? He says no way. It still sucks. That's right. Karine Jean-Pierre, the worst press secretary in the history of the United States. Here she's trying an interesting tactic. This is what I've called on my radio show and maybe on the podcast. I'm not really sure. uh, The Beavis and Butthead approach. If you remember Beavis and Butthead Uh, the Liquid TV, MTV show for years. Uh, They were two goofball kids who used to get caught doing all kinds of shenanigans by Mr. Anderson, and their excuse when they got caught every time was, that wasn't us, it was other kids. So here's Kareem Jean-Pierre trying the other kids approach, like, oh, no, this isn't a big deal. Oh, and by the way, this is a distraction because Twitter's doing some bad stuff or whatever, check this out.
1: We see this as a, a, an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that, uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate and anti-Semitism on their platform.
0: That's about OK. Oh, <laughs> It's about the rising volume of anger. Twitter, has uh, she, she uh, followed any lefty blue checkmark accounts lately when she's talking about rising anger and hate on Twitter? Um, no, because she is easily the worst press secretary in the history, of the, United, the history of the United States. It's almost a backward compliment. Again, she's an awful, terrible liar. Jen Psaki was far more skilled. It's the reason, by the way, you're going to see more and more of John Kirby and less and less of Karine Jean-Pierre. She is uniquely untalented for this position. She's trying something we've spoken about often on this show, though. I'm I'm being serious. I know we we kind of joke around on this stuff, but I'm being serious here. The Democrats have this strategy they've been doing since the Bill Clinton era. And I hate to tell you this, but it works. It won't work if you're savvy to it, but people get frustrated and want to move on. They They do, even our side, and it's so disturbing. I'll get emails now. Why are we still talking about Hunter Biden, Dan? Because their purpose, the whole left, the left's entire strategy is to get you to say that. Do you understand? MoveOn.org, which is a left wing lunatic site, was founded during the Clinton impeachment hearings about him and the whole uh, legal problem he was in, lying on the road, the Monica Lewinsky affair and all that other stuff. What they did is the left intentionally tried to slow down the process. They told Clinton, lie, 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 come clean later. And what we'll do is we'll drag this out over time. Follow me. It's important. As we drag it out over time, when the truth finally comes out, and Bill Clinton gave the speech admitting his dealings with Monica Lewinsky in the Oval Office and elsewhere, right? Um, when he finally admitted that, the Democrats had this moveon.org site saying, oh, it's time to move on. We've been covering, show. you remember this. I mean, this was, oh, like, yeah. it was so obvious. And, and, and you would see it in the media. It's time to move on. It's the same thing they did with the 2020 election, everything else. I agree we need to focus on winning the next election. But still, what they do is they drag and drag and drag. They're doing it with Carrie Lake, too, now. Oh, it's old news. We got it. It's time to move on. They do this all the time. They're trying the same thing now. Corrine Jean-Pierre, that soundbite is evidence of it. They're going to just say, oh, this is nothing. It's M for man, like the CNN lady. It's just a distraction for Twitter, And then, when more news drops come and we find out that there really was a massive government effort to squelch the First Amendment, they're going to say, folks, it's time to move on. The country has bigger problems. This is their strategy. I understand your frustration, too. Some of you may be saying, why are you covering this story for the second day in a row? Because it's the biggest story of our time. And specifically because they want me to make it go away, I will not. I know that's their strategy. Now, there are media people on the left. And the right, by the way, still desperately pumping this narrative, too, that this is not a First Amendment issue and there's no government involvement, like Jessica Tarlov said in a humiliating fashion yesterday on The Five. I heard it again this morning. Oh, yeah, the FBI had nothing to do with it. Really? Do I need to show this to you again? Let me show it to you again. Here was a sworn declaration, uh, a Twitter executive named Yoel Roth. He was high up in the company. He's not with the company anymore. Elon Musk got rid of him. But Joel Roth gave a statement to the FEC. Let me give you some background on this statement I didn't give yesterday. I did an interview with Miranda Devine on a radio show, and I regretted not going into a little bit more detail. Long and short of this is this. A conservative group sued Twitter, suggesting that the suppression of the Hunter Biden story was a de facto in-kind donation to the Biden team. In other words, they didn't give the money, but they gave him technical assistance by suppressing the story. You get that? That is against FEC rules, Federal yeah. Elections Commission rules. So in the lawsuit, this Yoel Roth had to go under oath. And his excuse was, nah, it wasn't a donation. We were just doing it because the FBI told us, oh, under oath, everybody's got a different story. And I want you to pay very close attention to what Yoel Roth said under oath when everybody had a different story. Look at the last line. I also learned in these meetings, he's talking about meetings with the FBI and the DNI and DHS. I also learned in these meetings that there were rumors that a hack and leak operation would involve Hunter Biden. I, I, I Really, it's really stunning how many people are willing to go on TV and humiliate themselves while not acknowledging this. The guys under oath admitting weekly meetings with the FBI that they were told it would, invo- quote, involve Hunter Biden. Combine that with the fact that the FBI had the laptop and knew it was real, so could have easily verified it for Twitter. And then combine that with the fact that Elvis Chan, a supervisory special agent from the FBI, under oath, said he couldn't recall if he mentioned Hunter Biden or not. I think it's fairly obvious the FBI's role in this is the scandal. Gosh, I mean, man, have some dignity already. I mean, Moses, you're really going to do this to your reputation? Now you see why. But, but again, the FBI had the freaking laptop, folks. They could have confirmed this like that. Now you see why trust in the FBI and the media are at absolute all-time lows. I'm going to get to this latest poll in a minute. It's even worse than you think. Let me get to this first. iTarget. You have iTarget? target. It's a laser round training system for your firearm. It's the best one in the business. I use it all the time. You heard me talk about it. You ever seen competitive shooters practice timing drills on the range? Well, iTarget's going to let you do this and take you to the next level. Imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want without spending a dime on ammo. That's what the all-new iTarget Cube does. I have it. I love it. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser rounds. You can buy one or upgrade to the three-pack for a truly unique training experience. Compete with friends. Practice clearing drills or use random mode to test your ability to react, all while the system times every shot you take. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code DAN, D-A-N. When you go to iTargetPro.com, that's the letter I, I I-T-A-R-G-E-T, iTargetPro.com. This is a great system. iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm to two two three, so you can train with almost any firearm every day. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. That's a letter, itargetpro.com. Itargetpro.com makes a great gift, too. Offer code Dan. Thanks, itarget. We appreciate it. Check them out. You're going to love that system. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you've got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go-bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers, and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. survival Rifle. I saw this pop yesterday. Tell me this isn't tied in to the FBI deep state symbiote story. Folks, nobody trusts the media. They just don't trust them. The irony of that is the hashtag you had one job. Your one job in the media is to develop trust and put out facts so people can form an opinion. I, I think they just you want to get that, right? Like the mailman's job is to deliver the mail. The car salesman's job is to sell cars. If you can't sell cars and you throw in the mail in the garbage every day, you had one job and you failed to perform it. The media has failed. There is no other entity given as much leeway as the media. And they consistently let America down all the time. A new poll just popped, an IITIPP poll. 61% of people have no trust in, quote, traditional media such as The Post, New York Times, NPR, and CBS News to report the news fairly. This is Paul Bedard. Be in my newsletter today, Bongino.com. When you're picking up your shirts, check out the newsletter there, sign up. Uh, We'd love to have you. It's free, of course. We don't spam your inbox. They note that the poll analysis, the reality could be even worse since the poll found partisanship plays a huge role. Folks, in other words, this may be the best it ever gets. Can you imagine that six in 10 people and by the way, I think it's 85% of Republicans have no trust in the traditional media, you would think these people would be staring in the mirror going, this is our job. Now, uh, let me me do a weird thing and kind of defend them, but, but not for a second. They don't have to classify themselves as media. I have zero problem whatsoever with you writing in the New York Times and the Washington Post And treating your entire paper like an opinion column. It's okay. I am an absolute free speech believer, a free speech absolutist in the very sense of the words. Okay? I respect your right to an opinion, even if it's a dumb one. That's the essence of a free speech centered constitutional republic. What I don't respect at all, and why I think you're garbage, is you're pretending to not be that. You're telling people, I'm not an opinion guy. I am, in fact, a straight news journalist not influenced at all by partisanship. And I'm giving you facts while absolutely lying and giving them opinions that are not only inaccurate, but candidly malicious. Malicious. Opinions like this scandal isn't a big deal, which only creates a permissive environment for another Biden scandal. You had one job to give people facts and deliver the truth. And damn it, you couldn't even do that right. All right, I got a lot more to get to. Um, so this happened yesterday. The Hunter Biden story, that's, don't let them try the move on.org, please. I'm not going to do it. But there is a lot of other news going on. There's a huge Supreme Court case going on right now. Folks, the Supreme Court case is about religious freedom. It is a uh, web designer in Colorado. She's being forced at the hand of the Colorado state government to provide services for gay weddings that she doesn't want to do. It's not that she doesn't want to serve gay customers. She will serve any gay customer. She will not, however, here's the distinction, serve any customer, gay, straight, whatever it may be, trans, whatever it may be, who asks her to put something on a web design that is against her religion. You understand the difference? She will serve any customer, any customer who comes in her store, number one. These are just facts. Number two, she will not serve any customer regardless of. Sexual orientation, sexual preference, whatever you want to call it, who asks her to design something not congruent with her religious beliefs. That's it. That's the case. So the Colorado Solicitor General, this guy Olson, he's up in front of uh, Neil Gorsuch yesterday in the Supreme Court. Gorsuch's having none of this. There was a prior case with a guy named Jack Smith. You know, He was on my radio show. Jack Smith, you remember this guy, Joe? He's the baker. Remember the guy they wanted him to bake Satan cakes and stuff like this? Poor guy. They won't leave him alone. Satan cakes, right? So he's a Christian, said, I'm not doing it. So Jack Smith won a limited decision at the Supreme Court. Apparently, I didn't know this. Jack Smith was ordered to go to some re-education camp in Colorado. You're like, no, no. This isn't no-co, North Korea, man. What is this, Kim Jong-un style? I did not know this happened. Apparently, it did. Listen to the Solicitor General from Colorado trying to defend re-education camps. Uh, uh, I wouldn't call them re-education camps. Uh, What would you call them? Uh, Watch them dance for the euphemism. This is great. Check this out. My friend has pointed to no example where this has been applied. Mr. Phillips did go through a re-education training program pursuant to Colorado law, did he not, Mr. Olson? He went through a, a process that ensured he was familiar. It was with. a re education program, right? It was not a re education program. What do you Mr. call course. it? It was a process to make sure he was familiar with Colorado law. Someone might be excused for calling that a re education. I strongly program. disagree, Justice Gorsuch. Thank you, Mr. Rose. No, it wasn't a re education camp, guys. It was a process to make sure he's familiar with this Colorado law oh, yeah. you will bake those satan cakes you love it don't you doesn't it just make you kind of embarrassed how these people again they go to court the humiliation of having to destroy your own personal dignity and reputation to defend this nonsense is really incredible i'll let you know how that case turns out a ruling is is weeks if not months away but uh, a critical case for religious freedom i just want to be clear she says she's not saying I will not serve gay customers that's not what she's saying and she is not saying either that I won't make a website for anybody. She's only saying, I won't make a website. Anyone who wants me to say something, regardless, gay or straight, regardless if it isn't with my religious beliefs. That's the whole case. And that's, it's no more complicated than that. I'd be remiss if I didn't acknowledge, by the way, the passing of Kirstie Alley. Folks, um, I don't know if you heard, but Kirstie Alley of Cheers fame. She was in a lot of movies. One of my favorite movies, summer school ever. Uh, I love that movie. Uh, She died, Les. I woke up this morning kind of uh, stunned to see that. She was 71. She apparently had uh, cancer or something. It always kind of hits me. But um, I remember Kirstie Alley. We were going through the whole, you know, fight with free speech and stuff. She was, um, behind the scenes with a lot that went on. And I have to leave the details out. But she was very helpful. And um, sad to see her go. You know, I just want to acknowledge that today. Rest in peace with the Lord. God rest your soul. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what, I have some Fauci video coming up, Dr. Fauci. I got a book coming out about the gift of failure. Um, I never thought I'd write another book. I think I told you I wasn't going to write another book. But um, the story has just fascinated me about all the failures in my life. There's a lot, a whole lot, a lot, and how it was really a gift. But only if you see it that way. But the thing is, you have to see the failures and recognize them. Dr. Fauci, no no such thing. I'll play that video coming up in a minute, and I got a lot more. It's a loaded show today. This is good stuff. Folks, again, the holidays are here. Our friends at Omaha Steaks, they're back, achieving gifting greatness when you give the gift of their perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. They're back again because they know the steak experts have put together special curated gift packages to help take uh, the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com. Take advantage of 50% off site-wide. Don't wait Plus, use code BONGINO, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, at checkout to get an additional $30 off your order. Again, I was a customer long before they were running spots on my show because the food is just delicious. You will not disappoint. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignons, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat that shipping rush. Every steak and every entree is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and ready to share with your family. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. Do it today because it's a gift from the heart, Omaha Steaks. It's a gift that'll be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Go to omahasteaks.com. Take 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $30 $30 off your order. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. Minimum order may be required. I appreciate you being here. I wanted you to see this because, uh, again, I'm putting together this book about the gift of failure. And it is. It's a massive gift to you. It teaches you what not to do again. It teaches you what to do again by not doing the other thing if it's a different course correction. But here's Dr. Fauci, who's retiring from government, doing a media tour worthy of like Barbara Streisand's uh, final tour. He's asked the question like, Would you do anything different? Keep in mind, this is the guy who was on the wrong side of the mask issue, despite initially being on the right side and then taking the wrong side the wrong side of the vaccine, the wrong side of the lab leak, the wrong side of social distancing, the wrong side of lockdowns. You would think he would take the opportunity to say, You know what? We made the wrong call. Not Fauci. This is what, if hubris had a photo and a video and audio attached to it, it would sound like this. Check this out.
1: Is there a moment of your career that you wish you could do over?
0: <laughs> you know, um, Yasmin, no. And I know they're gonna, people are going to respond to that, um, who say, well, what does he think? He's perfect? Absolutely. I'm the first to admit I'm far from perfect. But when you say do over, you know, I really can't see something that I would do completely over Oh my gosh. He said it right. Nobody loves their sound of their own voice on the media than Fauci. He, hey Joe, he thinks it's like the Elton John tour, the farewell tour. <laughs> this farewell tour is gonna to go on forever, by the way. We'll yeah. be saying farewell for another ten years to Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, this is who Fauci really is, however. He had to give a sworn deposition in this Missouri attorney general lawsuit, the free speech lawsuit I've been discussing, Eric Schmidt. The Missouri AG has a massive lawsuit. And now uh, people like Jen Psaki and Dr. Fauci have had to get sworn depositions. In other words, under oath. I want you to read this. This is totally ridiculous. This is a transcript from yesterday. Remember Xi Zhang Li? She's called the Bat Lady. She does all the bat experiments in that Wuhan lab. Now, keep in mind, Fauci's office funded EcoHealth Alliance gave the money through her taxpayer dollars that was working with this lady in the Wuhan lab. Now, because this lady was studying the bats and is believed to be behind or at least involved in the lab league, notice Fauci. No guts at all here. He's asked on the road, how about that person listed immediately before him, Xi Jingli? Do You know who that is? Here's Fauci's answer. I believe, if I'm correct, that this is a scientist who's at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, I believe. But I'm not 100% certain. I'm not 100% certain. Excuse me. I get sometimes confused with Asian names. But I believe this is a person who is a scientist at the Wuhan Institute. Really? Really? You're confused? You notice how he gives himself an out of this? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is an obvious i mean—an an obvious misdirection on Fauci's part. He knows who Xi Zhang Li is. He knows exactly who, he is, who she is. This is who Fauci is. I wonder if he changed that answer, given the shot. By the way, I need help here. Go to the next the Pelosi trial. I want to show some of this. I need help on a legal case here. Did I throw this in the run? I did, right? I need some help from our legal team out there. I've been involved in a lot of trials federally. Not too many in the NYPD level because I was a street cop, not a detective. We arrested them, and then if it was a big case, the detectives would usually take it from there. But I've been involved in a lot of trials at the federal level, and I've seen a lot of things when it comes to evidence. But I have never seen anything like this. The Paul Pelosi. The whole case against his attacker, you know, Nancy Pelosi's husband, guy hits Paul Pelosi with a hammer. He's in the house late at night. There's supposed to be a break in. People are confused who answered the door. The body camera won't be released. So to our lawyers out there, is this normal? Hat tip Julie Kelly for picking this out. She's wonderful. I want you to read this. The extreme effort the Paul Pelosi team is going through to make sure that this evidence isn't doesn't see the light of day body cams all this other stuff here listen to their rules here for the defense team for the alleged attacker the defense team may show witnesses protected information in the course of preparing a defense for trial or related proceedings but only if listen to these conditions if it's normal tell me i'll I'll wait for your geek can you monitor the responses and we'll just disc- i haven't seen this in federal trials doesn't mean it doesn't happen this seems weird They can only, the defense team can only see the evidence if the witness, by reason of their participating in the underlying events or conduct, would have seen or had reason to know information. What? It's otherwise relevant to the defense of the case. The defense team discuss it with or show the witnesses protected information. Listen to this one. The witnesses may only view protected information in the presence of the defense team. No witness or potential witness may retain copies of discovery material that contains protected information after his or her review of those materials with the defense team is complete. It goes on and on. Defense counsel may provide unredacted copies of protected information to any experts retained to assist. The defendant and any experts who receive protected information shall be provided a copy of this order with those materials and shall sign and date the order reflecting their agreement to be bound by it. Look, folks, it, I don't I don't even have time to read the rest of it. Julie, it's on her Twitter feed. It is unbelievable the lengths. That, if this is an open and shut case of a MAGA nut attacking Nancy Pelosi's husband with a hammer and the evidence is on the body cam video, then what the hell is all this? They shall exercise reasonable care and ensuring the confidentiality by not divulging the contents or permitting anyone to say, I've never seen anything like this. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It doesn't mean that. I'll listen for your responses. This seems awfully strange. They're trying to make this. That's 8-8. Eight, eight. Thank you, Frank. It is. Frank makes an appearance, too. Oh. On the show. Matter of fact, Frank is going to come up right now. You know Frank Fugazi? 8-8 guy? 8-8 <laughs> yeah. stands for Heil Hitler. Remember him? When uh, Trump lowered the flag to half-staff, which he calls half mass Frank Fugazi. Frank Fugazi is one of the dumbest human beings on planet Earth. Um, he is a former FBI agent, which says everything you need to know. The guy was a manager. I'm really embarrassed for the FBI promoting this uh, goofball. So in case you haven't heard, there was a, a attack on a North Carolina substation. It's a serious thing. Apparently it was deliberate, knocked out power for tens of thousands of people. Nobody knows who the suspect is. Of course, Frank Fugazi, Mr. 8-8, Trump was meaning Heil Hitler by lowering the flags at the White House on 8-8. We can't, we never get enough of this guy. Here's Fugazi. Keep in mind, folks, he has no idea because the suspect hasn't been caught. Matter of fact, put CNN up first, if you would. Here's CNN. I use CNN for a reason because they're left-wing lunatics. Even they're acknowledging, quote, this attack, they have no suspects or motive announced. The FBI is joining the investigation. It's right there. So nobody knows who did this. It could be an Islamic terrorist, could be a white supremacist. Could be a Bernie Sanders eco-nut. Could be a MAGA person. Nobody knows. So when you don't know, the general rule, Joe, is you shut them up, right? Yeah. Especially as a law enforcement. Not Fugazi. Frank Fugazi sees an 8-8 White House supremacist in every attack. Here's Fugazi. He has an idea who did this. Check this out.
1: The bigger idea here is that you can quickly destabilize society and get to chaos if you pull the plug. Literally, they see electricity, Nicole, as the great equalizer in society that makes everybody kind of equal. They don't like that. So they want survivalists and white nationalists. This is the far right side of accelerationist theory because there's a far left side, too. But the far right side, which has been chatting about this. Ad nauseum for the past couple of years, thinks that you pull the plug and you get to the chaos to destabilize society. And the guys with the weapons, the guys who've trained on weekends for survivalists, you know, to become survivalists, they they get the power at that point.
0: I don't. I've never seen Guy get as much enjoyment out of a segment as any time. Any time we bring, he never lasted (laughs) anything except for Gazy. He loves Fugazy. I know it's your kryptonite. He loves. Did you? Now do you understand? Why the FBI is deeply involved in this First Amendment scandal that censored the Hunter Biden story. This is who's in charge over there. Guys like this idiot. He has no idea. It might be a white supremacist. It very well may. And we'll report it if it is. The point is, this guy has no idea. He sees a white supremacist everywhere. Because he's a hack and a goof and he's grifting for MSNBC because that's what they want him to say. I'm going to skip ahead. Yeah, I want to get to that the NBA coach, you know, this guy, Joe Missoula, I want to leave you with a little bit of good news and a show I'm going to cover and a story I'm going to cover this weekend on Fox, uh, a a different story other than that. But this coach for the Celtics gave an absolutely incredible, amazing answer. I was so, um, I, I, you could get me, if we saw more of this in the NBA and they stopped the woke nonsense, I'd go back to watching basketball again, which I used to love, you know, the Patrick Ewing, you know, earlier years, Bernard King, Knicks, I was obsessed with them. Trent Tucker. Rod Strickland, I used to lie. I don't watch basketball anymore because I don't like wokeness. I don't watch any sports outside of college football, really. This NBA coach, Joe Missoula the Celtics, has asked about the the Royals, Joe. So apparently, uh, what's it, Harry and Meghan, these two goofballs, they showed up to a Celtics game to yeah. watch. And this answer is just amazing. This dopey journalist, how does a feud have royalty in the stands? <laughs> Check this
1: out. Did you get a chance to meet with the royal family? And if not, how was it like having them there in the building? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph? (laughs) (laughs) The prince and princess of Wales. Oh, no, I did not. I'm only familiar with one royal family. I don't know too much about that one. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Oh, my man. I love this guy. We get more of that. I tell you, I'll go back to it. The NBA cares if I watch or not. But that was just, I, the, I, the, I know, he wants to know where these journalists come from. By the way, that wasn't the only, that was the best one. But asking a bunch of NBA players about royalty, who most of us wouldn't really, we don't, You know, we're not a monarchy. We don't really care, especially these two grifters, Harry and Megan. Nobody cares. Most of the players were like, yeah, it was just a regular game to me. You can go watch or all the videos are all, they don't really care. They want to talk about basketball. I want to talk about the Royals. Nobody cares about the Royals. Hey, put up that Vox story because I'm going to cover this this weekend on my Fox show. Listen, I don't know if you like this story or not. You may not. You may think it's ridiculous. It's okay. But I just got to tell you, I don't know how you guys feel. I'm obsessed with this story. Not this, not Vox. That's a, with a V, not Fox. Um, But it is a good story nonetheless, even though Vox is a crazy leftist site. It's from 2020 by this guy, Sean Illing. And I've read this story a thousand times here. It's- Are we living in a computer simulation? Folks, I have become obsessed with this story. I'm going to cover it this weekend on my Fox show. The more I think about it in terms of quantum physics, I know every time someone who's unfamiliar with quantum physics, which I don't know. But the idea that the universe only presents information to us in the form of like Schrodinger's cat and observation, when we actually observe a particle it's just fascinating to me. It's almost as if we're living in a computer simulation that's not powerful enough to give all information at all the time. So it only gives us information when we're directly observing it. There's an amazing book on this. I think it's called Biocentrism. It will blow your mind on how I'm a Christian. I believe in the power of Jesus Christ. But I have to tell you, is there, no, may, I don't know if it's part of a grander plan. The idea that we're living in a computer simulation, don't gaff it off. It's, I'm going to cover some of this more this weekend. I'm going to become obsessed with this story.
1: There could be another
0: Dan playing the game right now. You have no idea. And, and you know? You know, the question that becomes with the computer simulation, which they address in this piece, are we active players or are we just ah. NPCs in it? In other words, like, do you think you have some free choice or don't? Or are you an active player in the game? Do we know the rules? Do we not know? The, are there rules? Crazy. Read the story. I'm going to go to it more. I'm just kind of giving it a tease for this weekend show. Um, thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe to my podcast. You helped us move right into the top 10 nationally. We were number seven. That's due to subscriptions. They are free. Absolutely free. Please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Rumble. Rumble.com slash Bongino means a lot to me. And pick up your shirts. Your hoodies for the holidays. Freedom isn't free on the back. As you can see, it all all of our proceeds go to charity. Can't say that enough. Uh, we really appreciate it. Folds of Honor, Dan Bongino's show. You're going to love them. I promise you. They are the softest t-shirts you're going to find. Bongino.com. Go today. Go tomorrow. We're going to be updating the content, uh, and we're going to be adding more stuff. So continue to come back and buy them. It all goes to charity. We really appreciate it. See you on the radio show. Later, you just heard Dan Bongino.